Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Adjust the Mic podcast. Uh, this is episode 175. Last week, I said 173, and we were 174. Okay, adjust uh, 175, guys. Hello. Um, Colleen is, uh, is a guy now, <laughs> and Colleen's name is Brent. Hello, hello. Hello, Brent. How you doing today, buddy? Fantastic. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining me. us, man. So Colleen's husband, Brent, is joining us for a uh, for guy's powwow. So we're cool. going to nerd you out tonight. Um, thanks for coming. Yeah, for she, she at home, like working real hard, like, like cooking dinner and like cleaning up and kids <laughs> running around taking videos. I, and, I had a rush and cook dinner tonight before I left or else she would be starving right now. <laughs> Figured as well. Okay. Yes. Uh, also with us, we have a new name specialty in the house. That's me. <sighs> Greetings. Going on, man. Uh, it's been a good day. Yeah, man. Good weekend. Yeah. yeah. Glad to be good, here, man. Glad to have you back here. Tea. Yep. Um, Man, and also me, Scott, here. Hello, guys. Yeah, Scott. How's everybody doing? We got so all the Scott. dogs here, too. All clean and purdy-like. Won't leave me alone. Yeah. They all got uh, groomed yesterday, and they're all so happy. You could totally tell the difference. Just totally chill. I'm glad I can hear now that uh, there's not panting in my ear. Uh, Jelly, she's, she's about it. She'll yeah. pant right next to you, and then at, at night, she like snores and grunts and <laughs> makes all these weird noises and farts. And Yeah. Dude, she's something else. We've been struggling that with Remy lately. Yeah. He wants to like touch somebody at night. Like be laying with like a, like a, like a, like a paw or his head or, or his, even his tail. He wants something touching him. And if you push him away, he goes to the other person on the other side of the bed, then <laughs> it's, push, it's a pushback. Yeah. So he goes you, back and forth all night. So you guys were playing like dog pong. I wake up and I'm like, why is my back hurt? And I realize I'm like half out of the bed, support my own weight, like <laughs> sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. He's all like, yeah, he's all sprawled, sprawled out. Do you ever uh, sleep with the sleep with the doggies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. On them uh, three dog nights. Have you? Will you? Uh, like, I know you, you don't have a puppy now, but like, did you? Would you ever let the dog sleep in your bed? Not the last one, but you know, like. I had a dog. Yeah. If they're like short haired and I keep them clean, I had a dog named Nugget. Yeah. Before that, who was, you know, he'd hop up there, but he was clean. Yeah. He's pretty, he was pretty well behaved, except one time I had a nightmare that I was like at a sewage plant or something. And I woke up with him like, and he was like, his haunches were in my face. Talk about. <laughs> Yeah. Um you have cats though. Yeah. And then the cats they'll go get sleep in the bed. Man, the Percival tries to come and curl up with me early and the other one tries to come and wake me up, she'll step up like and do the cat's breath deal. Okay. Yeah. No, I don't, I'm not for cats. No? I had him growing up. I mean, we still have the one, or Colleen's cat, but he doesn't like me. <laughs> like hiss at you, like will not give you any love or attention at all? Oh, except when he wants food. Okay. Because the food's in, in our bathroom, so he'll come in there in the morning and be like meowing at me like crazy. Uh, but other than that, he wants nothing to do with me. And they just like to get him and Remy to get in fights. Oh, really? Nip at each other. Is it? Are they, do they get along for the most part? 
they just ignore each other, but the cat okay. like seems to be in charge, even though it's okay. So how long have you had the cat for? I think it's like 16 years old now. So, okay. And you've had it since kitten. I think I don't know as well before I was with Colleen. So I have no oh, clue. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, then the dog Remy, uh, he just, uh, he got the dog from the forever animal care rescue. Uh, Frank came, uh, came in and, uh, how did it go? Uh, we had a, 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 a woman, uh, Heather from, uh, she was, uh, social media, doing social media and stuff for the forever animal care and came in and brought Remy in, uh, in with Frank and, uh, what, like a week later or a couple of days later, you guys went up uh, and actually adopted him? Yeah, it was. Was it the next day? It was like a week or two because he was still there. And Connie's like, if he's there next week, we'll go. And then, like, they, they had him for a long time. Beautiful. What's the breed? It's a mix of. They say he's a a pit and um, pointer mix. Yeah. The doctor thinks he's a Dalmatian and pointer. Okay. You can totally see both. You can see with the, with the skin color and everything. Yeah. You can see some of the spots where it could be a Dalmatian mix as well. This dog is so awesome. He's like, I feel like it's missed. Like he's so dense and like strong, but he's like so soft hearted. And uh, he, your kids, yeah, are like riding, them, chasing well, them around, pushing well, them around. Well, the cool and, thing and is, they get along so well. We never trained him like officially, I guess, or whatever. But he he's smart enough to understand each the difference in each kid, in so their like, temperaments. And yeah, so like our oldest Declan, he likes to be rough and and so mm-hmm. he'll let like bite his arm or play bite his arm and you know get rough with Declan. Keegan, he just wants to be licked or just cuddle or ride on him. And Quinn hates him, so he she just he stays away. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh and to get a dog from that a rescue a dog that that really needs a home and love and all that kind of stuff. And to hear that be the the end story, that's and, cool. And his family's yeah. dynamic and everything uh, on top of everything, it's so special and so awesome. And like blue, that's where I got blue. That's where I got butters. You know, and uh, it's all from Jeanette and them up there. And it's you know that place over behind Tyco, um, Tyco or Arthur Dunn or Arthur Dunn. I'm sorry, uh, okay, off of Garden Street there, yeah, and uh, Singleton. And uh, back behind there, they used to have an an animal. Was it more of a kill shelter? I think it was. And it was a, just straight up pound before it that. It was a straight up, yeah. Like a, I think it was a county. The yeah. county dog pound. Yep. And it was known to be a kill shelter, if I'm not mistaken. What do they call that? Where they, it's where they cremate. And, but uh, rendering. Jeanette, Don, they took it over the building all by donation. Did y'all see that post in Facebook not long ago? I don't know. It's, yeah, they asked for the food. They, they went online and asked for food. And when Amazon, when they came to do the drop off, like or UPS, whoever it was Amazon, like the next day, the next day, it must have been like, you know, the big 40 pound bags must have been 100 or 200 of it, bags. It was the entire Amazon box truck yeah. was full of food Whoa. just for them. Nice. And one call out for help. That's cool. She can call out for help and it'll be somebody. Uh, I need a dog to get to Melbourne for a doctor's appointment because we're getting it done for a donation or for something. And somebody in the community will go, hey, I'm not doing anything today. I'll come get that dog. And then they'll come in and pick up the dog and take it to the appointment and bring it back for her. That's beautiful. And sometimes she can't get the help that she needs, you know? That's why you always see me sharing anything yeah. that she does on Facebook. I share just as much as I can see. Yeah, I we, try and, we try to help. Yeah. They, they had their water shut off a couple of days ago yeah. or last week or something like that. No, yeah. I didn't see that and one. Someone went and paid, and the power bill went and paid like $1,400 for like wow. just some random citizen. It's like, hey, I'm going to help you. I'm going to go pay this bill for you. And wow. took care of it. It's crazy. That's nice. They're good people, though. It's, it's amazing, like what 
like how much like they get to see like the worst of not the worst but i mean some bad parts of and some sad and some are you know they're out of anybody's control and they're it's they're there for a reason you know but to, to have to deal with all this heartbreak of new animals coming in or finding new animals that have been dropped off or left somewhere on top of trying to run a business to keep it all alive and having to have a social media presence and all by donation because that's what you are that's intense and uh, i mean it is intense i mean we got people like frank you know he's doing everything for his nonprofit and everything and that's to make it and he's working his butt off to make it work and it's blood, sweat, and tears, you know, all the way around. We love that. And it's a, uh, I guess that's what we want to talk about. That's what you do when you have a passion for something though. Yeah. It really is. It's awesome. Speaking of passions. Yeah, man. My, uh, football starting, uh, tomorrow night. So, uh, that, uh, Brian over here is our, uh, GM, our own, he runs our league, our commissioner. Okay. He's boss. He's the boss man. Uh, he runs the draft. He, uh, talks the most trash, I think. <laughs> I try to get people to talk trash, he, but he's he wants to win. Like we were at a concert. Which concert was that? That was flogging, flogging Molly, Molly and uh, all these other dude. And the fantasy football games going on, and me and Colleen, and we're not look. We're trying not to look. He's playing Colleen. Colleen's up by like fifty points, and and he's like, <laughs> he's the music's playing, and he's on his phone looking right at his screen with the score and he's like i am coming back on you <laughs> you know and he's just watching this comeback and by the end of the game or by the end of the concert get in the car you're like i won by like half a point <laughs> so break it down yeah man so tell us about it yeah so i, I saw you and travis were talking trash because you guys both got a plus drafts right oh yeah, yeah yeah i always like to brag about my pre uh draft rankings yeah. even though they don't mean anything well i, I saw mine and i got an f minus did you <laughs> did you really <laughs> yes oh my uh, god i'm not sure how you know i was uh, <laughs> did that, does that bother you no i was like <laughs> no yes the about, like, <laughs> that's I, a yes <laughs> so i didn't really want to play fantasy football this year i didn't either if I'm um, honest. i i just like enjoying the games yeah, watching my team and not have to stress about how my fantasy team's doing. Like this is the year I'm just going to take off and not do it. And then somehow I'm commissioner again and I'm signing up for the league and my competitive nature won't let me not take it somewhat serious. <laughs> yes. It's on. I love it. I love it. I I kind of drafted like the best available every round. So okay. it was like like a manual auto draft type thing. So you know I wasn't really looking for anything particular. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to be quiet because Colleen was sitting around me and I didn't want to give anything away. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You guys are drafting right next to each other, right? Although she did auto draft like the last four or five rounds. I think she got two kickers and like just some random wide receiver free agent or something like that. It's yeah. not even playing on a team. <laughs> but, I almost took, I almost drafted Daniel Jones three times just to upset her. Oh, just to upset her. The, the, the conversation around Travis Kelsey, because I took him <laughs> last year in the first round. Yeah. Everybody's like, oh, that's so dumb. And like, it was like a pick of the draft. No, that's really oh, yeah. what you're supposed to like, like the tight end position. There's only like a couple every year. And uh, Travis Kelsey for the last 10 years, almost right. Has just been the number one tight end in yeah. the league. He's got Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback, you know, throwing quarterback in the league. Yeah. Uh, pretty much, you know, uh, uh, going for him. And it's magic. I mean, you're going to win with Kelsey on your team. Well, I thought about taking him. Yeah, it, was, it went like I was six. Travis was seven and Colleen was eight or something like that. Uh -huh. I was like, I'm going to get Kelsey. And she's like, don't take Kelsey. Don't take Kelsey. And like, got to my turn. I'm looking. I'm like, you know, someone else was better for you who, who I took one of the running backs. And she goes, oh, you didn't take him. She's like, I'm going to pick him up. Like, you know, Travis is going to get him. No, he, he won't. He won't. 
he won't pick that. And he picked it. And the screen that came out after uh-huh. his election came in, I was just laughing so hard going, I told you. Would you take a, a Chubb in the first round? Yeah, yeah. See, Chubb's my running back in two or three, in two other leagues. I have one with just my family. And we're a 10 league team like this Yahoo one is. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's fun because it's my cousin Shona and her son, uh, uh, Caleb. They live out in, in Arizona. And then I have a cousin, Tim, and then his uh, son, Yosef that live out there as well. And so it's Arizona versus Florida pretty much. And then a little bit of Kentucky. Cause I got my brother in it. My dad nice. is in it. My uncle Gary's in it. Uh, so I got a bunch of family, uh, all in this thing. I got Caden's in it. One of my uh, cousins and, uh, my, my dad, I think it was my dad or something. And, uh, a Jared, uh, one of my good friends, Jared is in the league too. He's one of the family members now. And Jared won last year and everybody came back this year and was ready. There, everybody's against Jared. <laughs> and it's so awesome. You know what I mean? My brother's all about it. I got my brother in our office league. It's like 19 years in now. Uh, the top team will get like 1100, 10, 50, 1100 bucks. Nice. You know, uh, we all got our draft done. What games are in two days, right? Brent? Uh, tomorrow uh, thir- Thursday oh, well, yeah he's Wednesday so Thursday night tomorrow yeah. night's first game yeah Lions and Chiefs uh, oh is that the Thursday night game yeah I, this is how out of touch I am I feel like I did great in all my drafts but I don't know who's playing who first week I don't know any of that stuff yet no. I have not looked only reason I know is because it's the Lions and being a Lions fan I'm like yep well, you guys got that good that Jamar Gibbs Jabril the, uh, Jabril Jabril Gibbs or- yeah uh, running back that everybody's won. Everybody's drafting high. The, the problem is, is like, I don't watch like sports related shows anymore mm-hmm. or really read about sports. Like I have no clue who any of these players are. Mm-hmm. And I say about maybe five, six years ago, I kind of really stopped paying attention. Gotcha. When ESPN sort of changed, I used to be like wake up sports center was on ESPN all day. Yeah. And it kind of got away from that. So like it's become harder and harder to do fantasy football or fantasy anything for that matter. Like when you don't pay attention as it's, much. Um, okay. That's a good. Like T um, get you in this conversation. That's cool. I like learning <laughs> uh, fantasy football and stuff. Have you ever played it or have you been a fan of football or anything? Yeah. I've been a fan of football. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I ain't played in a fantasy Football. What do you have a favorite football team or one that you've ever followed over the year kind of thing? Like I'm a Dolphin fan. Uh yeah, I mean I'm not much to brag about. <laughs> I guess uh and then there's college football. Yeah, I'm a Raiders fan. Okay. So Okay, so um was it was it the Raiders when they had Gruden? Raiders well before that, like early days, like was it Gannon? I think it was quarterback like years ago. Madden coaching. Rich Gannon. Was it Madden coaching there? Was Madden a coach way back? I mean, he's really old, man. So we got to like really think older. Okay. How about this? I remember, <laughs> I remember when, I, when I was a kid, we were playing football and it was uh, Dallas and Denver, I think, in the Super Bowl. And everybody's okay. That's hyped like about no way, Megan. Or way, am I wrong? And, you know, Bradshaw totally back wrong. in the day. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a long I grew time up ago. With all that, you know? Heck yeah, man. Uh, and uh, I still remember Shannon Sharp's ankles, man, when he's just cutting corners, just like 
you know, yeah, just, dude. Damn. He, uh, Shannon Super Sharp was Shannon Sharp. Yeah. He revolutionized part of the tight end position, him and Tony Gonzalez, I'd say, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Gonzalez for sure. Yeah. I mean, Sharp, though, I mean, man. They're both, both Hall of Famers. So, his, man, there was a time when Denver went Terrell Davis. You had Elway the last couple of years with Terrell Davis rushing for 2,000 yards. Yeah. They I've, had a, a wide receiver there. I can't remember his name, but he was just killing it. And then you had Shannon Sharp, the, the tight end. The only, the only couple of things I remember about Denver, though, is like, remember the playoffs against the Jaguars, like when Mark Burnell was there. I remember him, yeah. I remember watching it in Jacksonville. It's just a weird memory I have. Yeah. I don't remember, like, much about older players if they weren't like Barry Sanders or Brett Favre or yeah well and you have a point too because ESPN changed big time and it's something that's actually playing out in in uh real time is um like a bunch of people just recently got fired from ESPN again ESPN is owned by Disney you know so everything is turned you know is under the stock market umbrella of profits and getting the right people uh, I feel like they're trying to make a big change right now because they are seeing this dynamic shift. Uh, people can put on a YouTube channel like any if we had a good enough content, we could put up a YouTube channel, record and get enough of viewers to compete against ESPN in, in viewership. Yeah. OK. And so what, what are they doing? And it's been happening. Look at uh, uh, what's his name? Um, the big one that they do that's on YouTube. Um, I can't think of the name right now. Um, what, Pat McAfee? Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee. Uh, he did a YouTube show uh, for yeah. years. A sports show and he was a kicker for the uh, Indianapolis Colts and he's got a great personality he just has a great voice the way does their their humor he can talk to, uh, about the game of football from a very internal you know point he played with Peyton Manning so he Peyton Manning on the show and he gets Aaron Rodgers on the show he gets his old Ursay and all his old coaches on the show he gets everybody on the show and the big thing that he did is he was interactive so he has co-hosts and they're all sitting on there with him and uh, they're all on the internet watching people talking on the internet they're all researching and yeah. everybody and they're talking and everybody's a part of the show it got it gets so big that didn't they just give him like a hundred million dollars or sixty like a huge contract? Well, he had that hundred and something million dollar contract with uh, DraftKings or whatever it was. Oh, that's okay. Yep. And now he's got out of that now, and, and, he's, and he's, he got even more to join ESPN. You know, because ESPN knew that that was the hottest thing in sports, and I need it. The, the problem is, it was it. like it's censored now. It is, yeah. See, and it is. It's censored. You can't cuss anymore, which. It, hearing everybody cuss and to me that makes it so authentic because that's how they are and that's what everybody's wanting is that more real life you know we've been getting spoon-fed uh reality tvs that are scripted for so long you know what i mean that this youtube stuff you know from some of these guys with in the like, podcasting with the you know keeping a real language it don't smell right when it's all boxed up huh? well the fans are some people are not happy all right. About the change, right. like, oh, now you just, you know, you just uh, jump the shark or join the dark side, you know, when you had your own thing going, probably killing it, making it a good life, but uh, making that that Disney money, you know what I mean? Yeah, how many times does that happen to other shows and people in the past where it's like so many you get bought and then all of a sudden it's just like you never hear from them again? Yep. Six months later, they're done. I mean, a lot of the guys from ESPN, they all had something else going to get there too at some point, you know, it's all been a, like a turn, a turnover. I just saw uh, Chris Mortensen retired today. Oh, did he really? Yeah, from ESPN. Man, do you remember what was the guy that uh, used to do the uh, the callbacks? Chris Berman. Yeah, man, he was the best. He's he he was still there, I think. Is he got pretty old and didn't get cancer or something or something happened? He was there last year. Really? I don't know if he made it through this round of firings or not, but 
Uh, but anyway, yeah, we're it we're in it deep in fantasy football right now. So the drafts are all just happening, opening, you know, tomorrow night. Yeah, we uh, kind of held off a little late because normally you do it like the week prior, but I'm kind of glad you did because we had two other drafts uh to do that started that last Monday, one in the day, one a night draft. Yeah. So this started perfect. You're uh doing it was and that that draft one minute was so perfect. Yeah. So yeah, otherwise smooth. you're sitting there forever just waiting on so stupid people. Fan, so you got one minute to make a pick and there's like 16, 17 rounds, you know, and uh, it's a lot of fun, man. So it's, it's all fun, online. but it's very difficult to like, you know, like if I asked you, hey, do you know who the starting receiver is for for the Raiders this year? Right. Like you have to like know that type of thing about like every team. In order to do like halfway decent and speed type on jet chat GPT. Well, here, <laughs> here, oh. here's what I would say. Can I, can I counter you Brent and say, I know what you can do. What's that? Cause I know what Jared, I know what all these guys that follow all this stuff all the time do. Uh, they set it, you set it up to where the, on, you get an app on your phone called Roto world mm-hmm. and uh, you put all your players in there to give you alerts. If anything happens, whether it's injuries or, promotions or demotions or anything right so when you get alerts on your team or you can set it up to to watch certain players and stuff and yeah. get reports and every day they're sitting there paying attention to that uh, and then on uh twitter if you get on twitter and if you f- get on there and you follow uh the players on your team yeah. like their accounts because they, you'll get up to date stuff about them either through their listener or their their followers, or them on post, and it's yeah. more real time. And that's how these people are competing. And I know, but I don't, stuff. I don't care to do that anymore. I know. You know yeah, it's like, I'm with you, dude. I don't either. I got I don't life do and it. family. Yeah, and, and <laughs> other joys of life. Yes. Like I just don't have the time or the the need to put that effort in. Thanks for saying that. And I don't knock anybody that does. Cause I did it for so many yeah. years, but I just can't do it anymore. I, I I could not like. I am struggling to even be excited about it this year. If I'm being honest, uh, I love basketball. I love watching my Orlando Magic. I don't care too much about fantasy basketball or any of this stuff. When fantasy football first came out, it was such a fun way because we were all watching so much football, uh, college and professional and it was for all of our friends to get together yeah and and meet up at a bar and do a draft and and argue and make trades and negotiate and at the end somebody wins some money you know it's uh it's it was fun it was before it was like the thing to do now now it's like a multi-billion dollar industry yeah uh everybody's got a platform everybody you know like People aren't drafting together anymore. And the ones that are, are the ones that will survive and will always do it. But it just yeah. it gets like every year I try to say this is my last year. Like last year I said, this is my last year, guys. I'm done. Two months before the draft, they're like, it's 19 years. You're a commissioner. You can't leave. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then you're just like, I want to leave. I want to leave. Like, like Charlie used to always say that, you know, and he's still in our league too, you know, and it's. I can't leave. And then someone will say, well, let's do one with the family. And then my, my brother and, and my, all my family was like, yeah, let's all do a league. And I'm like, I'm with them on it. Like, 
If you do okay, one, so I'm, well, I'm in two leagues. If you do one, you might as well do two. <laughs> and then we had this adjust my league startup. And then uh, even this year, I'm like, oh, we don't have to do it again. We, uh, I don't know I mean, if we do. I mean, can Brent be the, <laughs> can Brent do all the work? <laughs> I liked it when Travis was commissioner a couple years ago. Yeah. Maybe we should. Hey, you can foist it. He, he was very good at it. Yeah. Hey, and, and, and you, you like how I threw it at him? Yeah, yeah. I always like to I always like to brag. I think I called him a poopy pants or something, <laughs> or Debbie Downer. Or I forgot what I called. Him. I was I was rather tired at the moment, so I didn't really read uh, it. I always like to you know before the league starts, we have the thing even for the magic. We always in our office we do a, a like a five dollar bet, and we all guess the record for the season, and we have a post it note. And so throughout the season, everybody comes and checks on the post it note and see the progress and who's going to win and, and all that. Uh, I I love that part about the magic, yeah, and and, and doing all that kind of stuff. Uh, it, I I just don't feel it the same. That's like a simple office pool. It's not like yeah. putting in a bunch of effort. Yeah, I used to love doing like the. I forget where it was. We had like five dollar buy in, and they had a sheet of all the games, and you had to like just pick the winner, pick the numbers, pick the win. Yeah, and and the, they have the ones where uh like the squares that you buy the squares. Yeah, that's all fun for like big games like the Super Bowl. Um, man, doing it all season, man, betting all. Now you got DraftKings and and FanDuel where you can go in and pick daily fantasy, daily lineups. For a while there, we we're putting twenty bucks a week or so in there. Okay, and uh, trying to like pick the best basketball. And I'm such a fan. And when you're too much of a fan, you never. I feel like you never win in them because you just kind of get your homer picks, and they're not probably the analytical best ones to choose or whatever. Yeah. And I just don't want to bet, man. I don't want to spend all my money gambling online. <laughs> Who are you giving it to? Like uh, FanDuel, DraftKings. You're able to do that now? Uh, oh, yeah. You can just write on your computer. It wouldn't let me do it because I'm app. in Florida. So it's all you really? know how to install it, Florida. Um, I haven't done it in the last couple of years. Unless you have I, like a VPN. And, but and I used to do it all the time. I'm right curious too because, like, you know, we're talking about chat, G, chat GBT and stuff. Mm hmm. And I, and I remember seeing an article like they're using it to um, invest in the stock market. Really? And it's like, okay, here's a thousand dollars to start. You know, how fast can you make me a million dollars? And you, people are like running these like scenarios through chat GPT to like try to do it. I wonder if it would work with like gambling, like on games and stuff too. Well, I know it's really good at math. Um, Supposedly, it has certain filters in it that block certain devious things. Like, and I thought it was stock market stuff, but I could be totally is it wrong. Devious? I don't know. I, don't, I mean, I think if the information is, I don't know. That's. I wonder if it would work. It's it's weird because like I'm gonna try it. I've been working with it a little bit for work. Yeah, tell me. And and the thing about it is like, yes, it's a. I guess it's a big complex algorithm right the thing people are are i think a lot of people are failing to understand or just not understanding is this only gives you the information as based on how good of a question you ask yes exactly and that's the big thing it's like um i was using it with um my mother-in-law if we were trying to plan a trip for the kids and i, I went in there and i i typed in like you know hey we have three children, you know, there are special needs, it, their ages, blah, blah, blah. We want to do a road trip within, 
you know, eight miles of, of Titusville or 80, 800 miles of Titusville, you know, put all these parameters in it and it spits out like an itinerary right to you. Wow. Just do this and go to this place. You know, here's, here's the place where you get your tickets and, you know, here's a hotel to stay at and here's a rest stop. But like it, that's convenient. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, um, it's amazing to me. Okay. It's, uh, I feel like it, it changes the game. Uh, and, and, and I think humanity needs to change their mindset about, uh, whether they think it's good or bad, uh, from an informational standpoint. Uh, like the internet has been out for a long time and you can dive really deep and, and, and get information now. You know, back when we were kids before the internet, I mean, people went door to door to sell people encyclopedias full of information, right? And their factual information from the books that of the writers who wrote those books. And I'm not even discrediting or discounting any of that information, but that was an information from a company that sold those books. And it turned into where like, okay, nobody needs encyclopedias anymore because it's all on the internet on one website, you know, with, you know, thousands of pages or whatever. Uh, Do you guys remember the whole earth catalog? It's like, no, tell me about no. it. It's a big fat book back in the day. We, like you said, there wasn't an internet and that was one of the books that had yeah. a lot of just, they always crammed it full of, you know, like interesting fact, kind of like the Guinness yeah. Book of World Records and everything. Yeah. The whole earth catalog. Yeah. I used to get the Guinness book for Christmas. My uncle Larry got it for me one year. And I remember like, that's where that was my internet, I guess. Because you would open it up and it would have like uh, the lady with the longest fingernails. But you get an actual copy of it? Yeah, it's a, oh, it's yeah. a book. I think it's right Same. over there somewhere. So I always just checked it out of the school library. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. I'm like, I ain't paying for it and I get it for free there. <laughs> yeah, somehow we always had that around. It was fresh. It was like, a, yeah. yeah. And, and we would sit around the couch or wherever and I'd go through and I'd go, man, look at these fingernails. And this person had like 60 feet or something. And it was yeah, like just curling. And curled and it was so gross. You know, and it was like the smallest adult, you know, and like all of these rare, crazy, you know, statistics, you On know, paper. Yeah. yeah. And it's all, you're reading it and there's photos of the highlighted ones and there's all this. And I just remember just going through and just being like, it just in awe for hours, you know, looking through this thing. Now, what do we do? We go on the internet and we look at this crazy, you know, things. Well, people just post posts on there. Oh, I'm breaking the record for this. And they have Guinness there, like watching them. And it's like, you can see a video of it happening live. Yeah, like Rob Deerdick yeah. or Robin Big used to do that all the time on his show. Like yeah. I always have the Guinness book people out there. And you know, Guinness book, as soon as the internet came out, they started losing business. You know, maybe it's, well, maybe I'm wrong. Well, they it's do. better than ever. They're but. On, uh, they were like on the today show a few months ago, doing some kind of record. Um, yeah. It's a lot of like a lot of those internet or and we call them like creators. Yeah. Or are, are breaking these like thousands and thousands of records now that like, you wouldn't even think it exists. Yeah. Everybody's thinking of a way to get into that book of world records still. I wonder if they're, I wonder if they were able to pivot from, you know, that change of not being the top, you know, with the, when the internet came out to pivot and still be a thriving company. Cause I mean, there's a lot of companies that did do that and a lot that didn't. Yeah. That was a critical time right yeah. there when it uh, went change. Yeah, right? it, was, it was wild, man. And uh, now we have it all at our fingertips though with chat GPT. Uh, in, in, from an informant, like right now when you type in Google, like that's what everybody would say. Google it. Right. Or Wikipedia. Well, Wikipedia people are all the time changing stuff, you know, and anybody can edit it and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Okay. So there's that problem. And then there's uh, um, the Google where it's such a business model now that uh, the algorithms and how it's done is the first like page or two half the time, you're either having to pay an, a, a crazy amount of money to get that kind of viewership on a piece of information that regular basic information doesn't have that kind of added value anymore. Uh, so what it is, it's all ads. So when you type something in, it's some kind of algorithm that puts an ad there for you to try to click on because that's how they're making their money. So you got to weed through a bunch of stuff to get to where you want most of the time, you know, where 
ChatGPT, you can throw something in there and it's going to give you a real intelligent answer. And just like you said, however you input it in there, it's going to give you some, like I can say, hey, this is what I like about it is you, you can give it an added workflow within your question. So you don't have to rephrase your question multiple times to get what you want. So I can say, hey, like, uh, hey, I was messing around the other day and I was like, hey, let's make a Frank Rob anthem, you know, for the ears, for the, uh, for ears and for his nonprofit. And we'll turn this anthem into a song. We'll find somebody to sing it, you know, have T produce it and it'll be badass, right? So I go in there and at first I say, okay, uh, I, uh, have this guy, Frank, uh, Rob, he, uh, did this. He went to Chicago and helped get a chance to the snapper, you know, and like I started putting some of that in chat GPT and I said, could you make me a song? And it made a song and I read it and I'm like, okay, that was kind of cool. I said, but like, can you take some of this out and then like add some of this to it and like make sure you put the ears in there and uh, put this in there and this in there. Oh, let's make it. You put Oh My Garage in there and make that part <laughs> of the, the chorus. And then it would say, sure, no problem. And then boom, it gave me another version of it. And then I just, I, I kept saying, I wouldn't have to rephrase the question. I would go, hey, that was cool, but can you make it more this style? Yeah. Like if you want it to sound like Shakespeare, the writing of the words, it'll make a shake. It'll give it in that tone. If you want to make it in a French tone or, a, yeah. you know, whatever composure I want to sting or ZZ Top or whatever to be, you know, the mindset of this writing, it'll do that for you. And Google and nobody else and nothing else can do. And when you do it, the what it comes back with. This is classic. It's insane, right? It's yeah. great. Like, isn't it good? We have to hear some of this. Want to read some of it off, Dave? Uh, yeah. You've got to sing it or anything. Okay. Um, sing it and make it perfect. This one verse here says, uh, First try. Um, from Florida, from the Florida swamps to the Windy City, Frank Rob's here and he's so witty. Uh, say Chance a Snapper became a star. Oh, my garage. Frank, you are. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, could you imagine someone playing that with the right theme and like whether it's a country or whether it's rock or whatever? And and that's the problem. And that's what's happening with uh, um, your uh, your writers guilds and your actors guilds is, you know, these contracts that they had were arcane times before the Internet when it was like you're paying per, you know, VHS sales. And like these contracts are based on models that are just not in existence anymore. When the internet came out, like Napster was a big cog in the music industry and what yeah. it did, you know, and gave kind of free stuff to everybody and then <laughs> had to reel it all in. But what it did is it opened up the world to, Hey, this digital stuff needs to happen. And there's people that fought it. Taylor Swift fought it for a while and then kind of said, well, I guess I can't fight against it and had to go into it, you know, and yeah. uh, there's ups and downs. And then there's innovators that have found other new ways to make money. The, the, the problem is I was like, the, the writers are worried about them taking their job eventually, right? Yeah. The technology is not there yet. Um, you know, cause there's a lot of like writing a script for a TV show and there's a lot of rewrites happen on the fly, you know, and nothing yep. was going to replace a person sitting in the room yep. doing that. Right. Because they, the, the computer doesn't know human emotion, doesn't understand that yet. Yep. So I can't have that, that human connection to the I audience. Agree. I don't think yet. But it's getting close, but it's, not many, it's a couple years away. But the writers are worried about, well, yeah, I can't do that now. But if we don't protect ourselves five years from now, oh, for sure, we're going to be screwed. So now it's, it's now is the time to renegotiate because now we kind of understand and see a direction. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I get it. And a fight, everybody should, I feel like in your heart, if you feel that you need to fight for yourself, then fight for yourself. You know, if you don't feel like you should, then you're not doing what you should be doing. Uh, move on, find something else uh, to make you happy. Yeah, and like, and the networks don't care. I mean, they'll figure it out. Like, they're in the back door. They're sure enough want they want to make this right, and they want to figure something out because it makes them money and it hurts yeah. them just as much. But at the same time, it does get like capitalism and every. It gives uh, if you are somebody who is a forward thinker, okay, and you see, okay, there's troubled waters ahead. Yeah, you have creative people that get paid a lot of money in think tanks and all kinds of groups are what was the, what can I get the most out of my money for like investing? There's a, a lot of mathematicians and people out there 
People are using chat GPT now probably for ideas and advice on you, how to level haven't. up and, and make money. So it's a fine line. Like you could technology grows fast, man. You could be striking your way out of a job. Uh, if you fight too hard, I think you should strike, but I think there's going to be a middle ground here where everybody's going to be happy. But I love seeing that a lot of these big time actors are standing up for the little people that, uh, that does that, that really need and deserve it. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I think it's going to be a different environment when they do come to an agreement. I mean, like yeah. look at CBS, like for example, they, they have big brother on now because yeah. you don't need writers. Right. And they extended it. So they're making like a hundred days. Versus like used to be like 70 or something like that. So they extended that. And then they have Survivor coming out this month. And they're doing 90 minute episodes the entire year. And like, boom, their primetime slot on Wednesday night or whatever is covered with two shows. You know, they don't need the whatever they had, NCIS and all that stuff. Because they're like, yeah. screw it. We'll just do with reality TV. It's already and- getting ratings. Like, God, you're so... It, it, all of these stations too. You, Those are the stations you can get with your bunny ears. No matter where you live. You know, as long as you're close enough to a tower. Because a lot of people aren't living in the realm that a lot of us are living in too, which is the streaming world. Like the streaming world where all the battles and all the companies are battling and happening. But there's still a very large portion of society that isn't about that life and trying to have that expense or have that amenity or have that even capability. Antenna TV. Where you're on antenna TV. So you're watching your football, your channel two, three, four, five. You know, you got. You have your TV land. You have, uh, you know, yeah. hopefully some sports, whether they give it, you know what I mean? You have your channel 13. What is that? Your locals, you know, one around here. You don't have that without cable. Uh, I guess you don't, do you? <laughs> no, that's, that's right. You got that's a spectrum like, channel. I think it's three or like three, six, seven, it's, it's nine, two, 35, 11, nine, and yeah. two. So NBC, 35 Fox. Two three Spanish channels. Yeah. yeah. Telemundo is part of NBC, I guess. PBS kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. 24 maybe used to be. And, yeah. You CW. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's it. But I mean, you get enough people, you know, to watch Big Brother on just basic free TV. You're making money still. I don't know. Well, they just, um, it's any Disney owned channel is off a of spectrum right now. Yeah. They're bound. They did it right before the football games this last weekend. Like first football games of the weekend first you know opening season oh we're sorry and then they tried to publicly blame spectrum and then spectrum turned around and publicly blamed their channel disney you go to like the food network the other day and i was like we're having a disagreement with disney like we're not going to pay the two point whatever billion dollars they're asking for yeah you know until disney becomes ungreedy like sorry you're out of luck you know (laughs) and so disney's like well we'll just make it all under ourselves and i'll tell you guys what people i I hope i mean between disney owns what disney hulu espn abc they control like a lot of the market paramount plus has their app Peacock has their app, uh, Hulu, right? Which partners and it's all under their umbrellas uh, of uh, what is that? Is that Disney? Yeah. Hulu, is Hulu Disney? Yeah. Okay. So Hulu's Disney. So if Disney took Hulu and they took all their Disney stuff and they put it all under one, you know, app and everything, then you got those people. Yeah. Then you have your spectrum, you know, and your Cox cable and all the, you know, the cable networks that are still out there, charter or whatever. I don't know who's who and what right now, but uh, then you got uh, uh, um, Amazon that has their movies and their channels. And then they have their TV channels. They have TV channels. Now, if you have uh, um, Amazon prime, you know, if you're a prime member, which is what a couple hundred dollars, 150 or so a, a year, you know, then you get those free TV channels too. Yeah. I, Amazon, Snapple. Amazon sucks. It does. It does. But like, they have the boys, they have certain shows that are badass. Like you search for something on there and it's like, Oh, go to HBO max to watch that or um, download um, Tubi or download. Yep. It's like, just show me what I want to see. Like, yeah, it's a, uh, it's it's getting better, I've noticed, with each update. But when you look at Amazon, Amazon's kind of like the Walmart, in my opinion, online. 
It's like I got the most. They have a lot of stuff. You know, you can get it really fast. It's the convenience like that a Walmart is in real life in a way, you know? Yeah. Um, But they don't have the best quality goods. You know what I mean? Like their yeah. platform's not the best. Well, uh, certain things. Exactly. But, but like their platform for the internet and buying things, fantastic. Yeah. They're shopping. Like Audible could be a lot better, I feel like, because I have Audible and do a lot of audiobooks. And I feel like they could do a much better job in giving me suggestions based on what I've already read and reviewed and everything. Yeah. Uh, we I, I use Amazon Music and we yeah, love that. Do you? That's the only thing we've ever used. Because yeah. I was like, well, we should get Spotify. I was like, why? Like, yeah. they have any song you'd ever want. And, I, and it's, we have a family plan. It's like 10 bucks a month. It's dirt cheap. Yeah. It's like, we use it every day. I, I wish I jumped in their ecosystem sooner because I got into the Apple TV one at first or the Apple music one at first that I do like a lot. Like I love it, yeah. but Amazon was like already in my package at the time, you know, like I could have just got in it early, used it and got used to it and loved it. Yeah. I never did. So when I went to it, I liked Apple's them, but then I got into Spotify and then Spotify's I'm hooked on it right now, man. Yeah. Like that's where I got rid of everything else. And, just under that for now. Yeah, so it'll change. <laughs> no, I don't have mind. the patience to change. I change way too much. I always can't make up my mind. Uh. Well, I'm in so many DAOs and trying to teach, <laughs> teach me logic, make logic better for me. Hello, <laughs> uh, Studio One now. Let's do audition. <laughs> let's um let's pull up on the chat GPT. Let's see if I can make us a million dollars somehow. I did it. All right. What does so it say? I, I asked it, I said, if I start off with a thousand dollars, I want to make ten million dollars. What venture gives me the best odds? Turning $1,000 into $10 million is an extremely ambitious goal that creates a high level of risk. There's no guaranteed path, but some ventures known for high returns also have high volatility. These include stock market, cryptocurrencies, real estate, startup business, angel investment, investing in speculative activities. Remember, all these methods carry significant risk, and it's possible to lose your initial investment. Consulting with financial advisor is strongly recommended. So I got to say, I love the answer. It gives me a bunch of different ventures. So if you took that, though, and, and you said, me good suggestions you took that and said, hey, based on the, the the idea of you know utilizing the stock market. If I gave you a thousand dollars, what companies would you invest in today? I'm just curious, like if it would actually give you that level of detail. If I say, you know, sorry, I can't provide that. And then, interesting. Number two, whatever happened with crypto? Was that not like the next thing? And then it's like I haven't heard anything about it in. It's actually still doing okay, but it's it's definitely in a downtrend right now for a I, while. Was it last year's Super Bowl? The Super Bowl before they gave you like that ten free dollars or whatever it was in the commercial. Uh, yeah. Did you participate in that at all? Or no, see I, that? I didn't, but Scott's been kind of schooling me up for the last couple of years. I got like ten dollars there, and I went and like watched some videos, and they gave me some more, and I got up to like thirty dollars, and I didn't spend anything. And then I like I logged out, I logged back in like six months later, and I have like a dollar fifty in there. Uh, <laughs> um, like, uh, okay, so the <laughs> cryptocurrencies. When, when we were first talking about it, this is what this is what I'll say. Uh, when I when I was talking about it all the time, what I would tell people is that eventually all of this is going to be worthless, just like the stock market, you know, uh, when it went down to nothing, but not just like it, it's going to be down for a lot longer. And the reason being is it, that's new technology that everybody's still figuring out. When you were trying to use an app and you got this big string of codes and things that you got to save. And if you don't have this password, you can lose like like Bitcoin had to, you know, if you lose your password there could be $9 million sitting there. And unless you can get that password, you only have a certain amount of tries. And if you don't get it right, you're, uh, out. you're out of that money. And there's people, there's companies out there that are, you know, spending millions of dollars trying to get to their millions of dollars in, with passwords that don't work. So the technology isn't fail safe in, in, a, in a safe way to make people feel all, you know, warm and cuddly yet. So uh, yeah. until that, it's still evolving. I think here's what's happening is uh, the one that I used to always talk about was ADA. Um, it's, um, what's the name of it? ADA? No, it's, um, 
the reason I say it because like I think it was a Cardano. I, I got a new phone, and mm-hmm. when I have a new phone, I haven't been able to log into my my Coinbase account or whatever it was. Mm. And because like I had written like it had like the fifteen words yeah, just, or whatever. Yep. And, all, and you have to do them in the right way. Yeah, the right order in the right spot. And I was like, yep. I don't remember what the words were because. Yeah, you got, and I when just I, found the paper like yeah, last printed, week. You got to print it out. I messed up too on a wallet of mine that's very important to me, the one for the Galacticograms. Wax wallet. And the wax wallet uh, code I still had because I got Authenticator app on my phone. Yeah. And I had all my Authenticator stuff on there. So when I got a new phone at, the, at work <laughs> and it updated Authenticator to all the new stuff, you know, when it populated, it populated everything except for my, you know, Lamp and Media wallet, which had all my, my NFTs in it. You know, the one, the Garbage Pail Kids, all the cool little things that I invested in. Was nothing more than fifty or sixty bucks, you know, worth of right. things that I played with. But you know, it has, some of this had value. And fifty stuff. or sixty bucks. So, but but here's here's what's happening right now is the stuff is still being developed. Uh, like Cardano, uh, their Hoskins or whatever this guy was, I used to watch him all the time on YouTube. Uh, their creator, he already knew that everybody knew this was going to happen. So what happened was is a whole bunch of money because to invest money, like it costs nothing, zero percent interest for loans. Uh, money was so cheap that it was easy to take chances and take risk. Yeah. Well, now money is not cheap. So as soon as money started becoming not cheap, uh, all the money had to be uh, taking all the risk had to be taken out of the market. Cryptocurrency was where all the risk was. So that's where all the money dried up. So the projects are all still there. Uh, we saw, you know, all these companies, you know, the fraudulent ones, which everybody, everyone from Elon to all of these big dogs, you know, that understand technology in the future says, uh, out of all this cryptocurrency and blockchain stuff, there's going to be a handful of companies that come out of it as the biggest companies in the world one day. Okay. Because, but that's not yet. That's going to be battled out and they still have to battle against your current companies like your PayPal's, like your, uh, your Apple's, like your Microsoft's, you know, your Intel, all of these companies, they see that they're, uh, they're being hacked all the time. Uh, their security, their, uh, uh, the information for, from, I get emails, you know, here and there from my credit card companies or this company. Hey, uh, you know, we're Visa and MasterCard. We're the biggest companies on the planet. Uh, but somebody hacked us and has all your information and your social security number and they're selling it on the dark web now. Uh, here's an app for a year to, so we can keep yeah. an eye on your, on your stuff and to see if, uh, to make sure that they're not using your social security number to buy, uh, a lot of things and damage you. And a lot of this happens all the time and every day it's happening to people. And, yeah. and what cryptocurrency, what blockchain is going to do is, in my opinion, is when the technology gets figured out and how to get integrated into current web two systems for that full web three opening up. Uh, you're going to see where it's where AI in the virtual reality, which is technology is flying through. It's getting better and better all the time. Yeah. Kids are starting to get games they're addicted to on there. You know, there's this game called Gorilla uh, 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 Tag where like you're walking uh, on your hands or whatever uh, in virtual reality. Oh, virtual reality. Feet. I was like, and Silas, my son, he can't get enough of it. Like he gets that 30 minutes in and then, you know, he takes it off. And then hour later, he's back on. Dude, that's all they talk about. I almost bought one of those. It's uh, amazing. MetaQuest. Couple weeks yeah, ago, they're fun. I had it in the cart, and I was like, "Eh, I just didn't know about about it." And I'm like, "I don't know what you have to pay for." Wait to play. Like, there's other like I feel like the the quest one. Like my mom got it for us for Christmas a couple years ago. Yeah, and I tell you what, like we didn't use it too much at first, other than a couple things like walking the plank, and there's some boxing. They have some fitness stuff on there. They have some games on there. They have golf games on there. They got all these athletic games on there. They got these tag and funny games on there. Yeah, and they have all these promenades where people are just walking around and talking. I think it's the the best open box, get free stuff, you know, maybe spend $20, $30 like you would on a PS4, you know, some $50 on games. You know, I think it's worth getting, but there are ones like Steam and all these other one, platforms have really nice VRs, probably nicer and better ones. 
that they're building. So Steam's still a thing, but Facebook, it's just meta. They they do have the easier setup right now. Uh, it's just if it's, you ever want to try it, we have it. Well, just we just found our it. we just found our Wii. Oh, dude, we play the Wii all the time. And like uh, the original Wii, and I was like, I found my the game is like in a box where you're cleaning stuff. I'm like, I got Tiger Woods, and they have like the wrist um, yeah. thing for the oh, yeah. remote. We we have it. We have the old Wii first Wii. Yeah, and it's you like know, the Wii Sports and the bowling and the jet ski riding. Do you ever play on the Wii? Negative. It's like it was oh. the first like where the remote control, the motion of it reacted to the screen, you know, and it was okay. these block figures like your little me characters. Everything was very basic, like old Windows, you know, in the nineties. You know, graphics eight bit, sixteen bit kind of graphics. Yeah, it was, it was, it was like South cool. Park, you know. It was cool though. It was a am- and it was very addictive. We're hooking ours up again because we're gonna get the kids. Yeah. They'll love it. They always want to go bowling. I'm like, well, you can just bowl in the living room now. You know, there's just- this trick on that. Uh, you know the bowling where there's a hundred pins, no. and you and you get the bowl and try to get all hundred pins down. I haven't played forever. When you do, there's a trick on it. We were playing. We used to play this game all the time, and we'd be you're, you're trying to get all the pins, and you'd always get like ninety six of them, and leave four, and then it's hard to get those four. You know, if you walk all, if you throw the ball all the way to the left or all the way to the right onto the rail, it'll go all the way to the back. And knock all the pins down, sweet, <laughs> and then do this little dance move thing, and yeah. then you like win. Nice. <laughs> like total attack. I, I saw something with, uh, a few weeks ago online with the Wii, and uh, people were like finding them, but they lost like the the sensor bar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And apparently, you can just light a candle on either side of the TV, and like that works the same as the sensor bar. That's oh, really? Because apparently, like it's the sensor bar is only there to tell, like, show the remote where the edge of the screen is. Oh wow, trippy. So like the candles do the same thing and like everything's built into the remote, not to that bar. That is so interesting because I always thought that bar was flimsy and not important. Yeah. And yeah. It's like the tiniest little like. Yeah. I, I, wow. It's like nice a hack. It's like a 125 gauge or something like that. My friend Brian and I were sitting in the living room and we were like, uh, they had this rowing, right? So you got to row <laughs> and we're sitting on our seats and we're having a race where we've never played before. So we're like practicing at first, you know, and then we hit the thing to start it <laughs> and it goes, and we thought it started and we were sitting there, we we're like racing, we're going, you know, we we're like, I wish people see you. Three or four <laughs> yeah. minutes in, we're just sitting here just trying to row. Like we're like sweating. We're like, dude, is this ever going to end? When's the finish line? And then we find out we're like still in practice mode. <laughs> you have to start. Like, Screw this game. I'll send us three, two, one, go. Yeah. The best one, our favorite one, my daughter beat me last time we played was archery. You have this, uh, the two parts of the remote that connect together and you pull it back and you aim and just let go. It goes on. Dude, it's the archery on there is a lot of fun. I remember that. And the, yeah. the funny thing is, it's like they give you this, it's a video game, mm-hmm. but then they make like a million different accessories you have to buy to play like oh, every dude, game. Yeah. Tennis rackets. You don't need all those things. Like you can just have the remote in your hand. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, it's like the eye. It's nice having. It's like the, the wheel weight. for when you play Mario Kart. You know, and they have Smart. like the crossbow, the, the regular bow. Yeah, Nintendo's good, man. Nintendo puts out good systems. You can buy like hockey sticks, or you can. Dude, we we have the Nintendo Switch with Mario Kart and everything. And it's the most like when you get all the kids here at the house, and we're all sitting over here, and we get up uh, Mario uh, Brawler or whatever battle, whatever, yeah. or Mario Kart, and you get all of us in here playing. It is so much fun having a little race car with the graphics as cool as they are playing on the internet with other people like dirt and all these games on the PS4. They're amazing. It's amazing. All the kids, the games these kids got. I was, I was big into a uh, flight simulator for a while. Yeah. So I had that on steam mm. and then I like, I, I hacked it with like, you know, all the specialty upgrades. So like, yep. um, for like Florida, so we could like, like it gave, um, I remember that like real satellite imagery over it versus like the pixelated crap. So like you can yeah. actually see where you're flying. Yeah, I'm fly over that. the house and like. Did you used to do that stuff on the computer and PC at all? I see my dad do it. Yeah, yeah, that's he took, fun. He took me up in a, um, a glider once, and he loved planes, so he was on that. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, uh, I, I miss flying. 
Did you flew? <laughs> I, I used to fly when I was very young. Uh, there's a group called the Explorers. Okay. It's like the older I, I Boy Scouts. About, yeah. And they had it um, out at um, Space Coast here, Space Coast Regional. Uh-oh. They had a, you went like once a week to flight school at night for an hour. Yeah. Neat. That's awesome. And then like once a month, we'd go and we'd wash planes at the hangar. Wow. Like, you know, customers come up and hey, wash my plane. And we use that money to pay for our, fl- our flight instructions. And they, they would take us up a little 152, 172 and fly around. Cool. Dude, that is really cool. I, was, I think it was like 12 or 13. I still have my logbook. I, I only went a few times and they ended up canceling the program. Wow. But I still have my actual flight logbook with like my instruction time on it. And I, I feel like they used to sponsor some of our cross country events back yeah. in the day because Bill Canfield was our cross country coach and he was a part of the, uh, um, the, where they do the ham radio. Uh, club around here, the Rotary, is it the Rotary League or Rotary Club? And I always used to think the Explorers was something that was a part of that too. Because yeah, they had like, well, the Explorers had like the Police Explorers, okay. Sea Explorers, okay, Sea Explorers. Yeah, so like you're in middle school, high school, and you'd like, I used to remember that being part of the high school or middle school program. Yeah, like right along with the police officer and do like security at the the Friday night football game or yeah. you know direct traffic at the parade. That's that's real life stuff that you know is good for kids to be learning yeah i mean i, I remember i went on a ride along in coco one time wow the lady i worked with her husband was a an officer over there and like he's like hey come out ride with me one night i was like all right let's go that's cool though that's a cool experience <laughs> I, yeah it was cool except for like i wasn't like out of the car <laughs> so like you know we were at some guy for drugs or something like that and i want to go kick up or something yeah i was like I, <laughs> he's out there it. talking about his car you know he pulled him, him down and i'm like i don't know what's going on i'm just kind of sitting here waiting <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that stuff takes a lot longer than it looks on tv when you rest somebody when you're there for a good hour two yeah, hours right. sometimes all right I, I did ask it a more detailed question here oh, yeah, yeah. um we make any money yet Okay, so based on the idea of utilizing the stock market, I gave you a thousand. If I give you a thousand dollars, what companies would you suggest I best purchase for highest level of success? I can't give personalized financial advice, but if you're aiming high for high returns in the stock market, you may want to consider these general strategies: growth stocks, uh, small cap stocks, ETFs, dividend stocks, speculative trading. Do thorough research and consider consulting a financial advisor. See, they, they have the they have the good fine. So I basically reworded the first answer. That's all. And then, and each time you do it, it'll. And now, if you tell me name all the growth stocks on the Nasdaq or whatever, it will give you the information just like oh. you want from Google. That's what I'm saying. Give me the but, five top performing stocks over the last six months, or yeah, like uh, what are the top five? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I mean, and I guess it's like a matter of asking the right questions or in the right way. Box it in, yeah. As yeah. of my last update on September 21st, I can't can't provide real time financial data, including performance of stocks over last year's but market conditions are subject to rapid changes in stock market performance can vary widely over short periods. To find the top performing stocks over the last year, you can check financial news websites, stock market apps, and platforms. Do your own research and consider your investment objectives. I'm telling you, well, man, so- these guys are smart because they know what like. These arguments back, what we're doing right now are the arguments and the conversations that all of these big dogs have been having behind the scenes before they release this out to the public from the very get go. Yeah, but and they've been putting little filters and screens on it. But what's happening is, is people are making YouTube videos and content based off personal experiences and they're kind of skewing what they're asking it. And then they're skewing the the narrative of what they're getting out of it because the people aren't really making the money. Like, but what it does do, if I, like, yeah, but this is, is this the free version? No, this is the paid version. This is, and this is a four. Well, this is just chat GPT, right? Yeah, this isn't so uh, like. I'm sure like over time they're going to come out with like a financial advice thing or something like a paid subscription or something uh, like that, you know? Now, now if they do that, totally, I would totally so like, think that that will eventually be something. Like I was mentioning earlier, like we're trying to plan a trip and this guy I follow online, um, he goes to like, he uses this app called Guide Geek, which is basically chat GBT, but for mm-hmm. like travel, right? Yep. And he goes and he'll, he was in, um, he's been in France for like the last 30 days and mm-hmm. he has a chance. I want to eat 50 types of cheeses over the 30 days I'm here. Or he's in Barcelona. He did uh, tin tin fish, mm-hmm. thirty different tin fish over thirty days. You know, and he asked Guy Geek at the end of it, "Hey, where am I going to go spend the next thirty days?" 
you know, I want to be in Eastern Europe or Western Europe or wherever. And like, it tells him, Hey, go here. Then yeah. him and his family go live there. And, uh, wow. So it was like that one specific, like specific for traveling and, and yep. that type of thing. So like I did the same thing with that, mm-hmm. trying to find an itinerary. And like, it was a lot more detailed because that's kind of what, what that focus was. Yep. The, the framework work. That's what's so cool. The framework that you, that you put into the question that you're asking and that you continually ask it. It's like you're, like when you're having a conversation with your friend or your mother and you know, she asked you that first base question of your conversation and you give an answer and you're like, well, uh, and you want to dig deeper, right? Mm-hmm. You can, I feel like in a typing way with chat GPT, I haven't tried the others comparison yet. You know, it's the only one I have the experience using right now. Um, except for Bard that I tried early on and it just was terrible. It just gave me weird answers. that just didn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, whenever I'm having that conversation, I'm, I'm getting deeper into the next level of the conversation. I can sit here and just go back and forth, but I don't have to reframe my question from the beginning. I can just keep going, well, why is that? Or can you add this to what I, you know, to that? Or can you do this? Can you, and it just keeps taking what you're doing. And then it gives you a little explanation of why it's doing what it's doing. And this is, <laughs> I hope you enjoy it. It makes you feel very welcomed into asking the questions. Like the one thing that, uh, why do we want uh, to know things at a basic level? Because we're born with a supercomputer on our forehead. Exactly. So like humanity, we want to know things and what uh, the competition, when you get these scores and ratings and people that are saying that this country is smarter and more advanced and has better uh, technology or better intelligence or has better scholars than this country. Right. And that's with the battle, right. And you got universities that are built here that people pay and donate billions of dollars to, uh, as you know, the coll- collegiate industry. Right. And, uh, these people, they make their money on people using them as being the brain hub of knowledge. And, and, and we're only going to let certain people that meet certain criteria, yeah. you know, for this much money go into this little hive and, 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 and you know, buzz off and, and get some of our data and our intelligence and our smart, you know, network. You're only there for the networking to, because you have people there that have a high drive that like really care about like building something. And you have other people that are, you know, young and they're energetic. And then you get these high companies that are picking off whoever they can, the best of the best. And then the rest are either doing their own thing and becoming big companies or they're failing. And they gave all their money to the other people that are better. And, and now you have chat GPT for $20 a month. You can type in a question to it and you can say, I want every philosopher, uh, you know, uh, that's important over the last 200 years uh, to answer this question. And you can sit there all day and say, you know, if, uh, the, if I ask the philosopher this question, what kind of it's going to give you a, an intelligent answer immediately that you're not spending, you know, five thousand dollars for in this uh, class with a bunch of other students. And really what you're doing is partying and hungover anyway. Yeah. You know, that and, and getting that information if you really want that information we need a brain hub that has it and i'm not saying it's going to be chat gpt but we need to embrace certain things but make sure we control it at the same time but, you, know, you want to regulate yeah. properly it's you can tough. also do it for dumb shit like naming your fantasy football team after frogs I, I went in there and asked for 50 names of my fantasy football teams and here's some of my players make it funny make it goofy and it gave me some hilarious names that was not on the internet i was looking at the example there like i was yeah. like like who would name their team after a frog Frog theme because dumb. Yeah, it <laughs> frog, yeah. Uh, Leap and lineman, froggy QBs, war warriors, <laughs> swamp uh, touchdowns, tadpole titans, ribbit runners, broken crushers. Totally awesome. <laughs> I, I think I'm, I'm going to change my name. Pond hoppers. I'll change my name every week this year, yeah. depending on who I'm playing. Yeah. To make fun of them. <laughs> yeah. There it is. I'm, I'm, I'm saying it now. So, uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's been frog. BJ, I'm coming for you. Week hey, one. To close out to you on that, and let's take a break real quick, and then we'll come back with just a little bit more and call tonight. But, uh, the big battle I feel like right now is like you have places like the Khan Academy that give out free information. It's all grade level K through 12 school that you can go online from home as a kid. And 
right now the parents don't have time because they're all working. But the ones that do have somebody home, a lot of times they are homeschooling nowadays. And you can you have so many tools that to give your kids an education and they're, you know, 13, 14 years old, already taking college classes where your normal school kids are still going to 18 years. You know what I mean? And now there's a lot of middle schools and elementary schools that are doing the STEM stuff and helping. So when you're in high school, you can take college courses as well and graduate early as well That's and great. get ahead and, and for nothing, for cheaper money and not having to pay those college tuition costs and everything. Uh, uh, and then there's online colleges that are doing it a lot cheaper and getting people with degrees and they can go do what they want. Mm-hmm. People aren't valuing degrees anymore because they see that, I mean, once you go through the whole college experience, then you, okay, this is Van Wilder life uh, for a lot of people, man. This is just like the experience and having fun and getting away and being a young adult. And that's awesome and all until you started raising the cost of books and tuition and, and everything to make it so expensive to now people are in debt. And then they're, you know, like, like my buddy was, who's a pharmacist now is still paying, you know, 20 years later. That's why it's 15 years later, you know, paying a lot of money for student loans for just a few years of schooling. That's why I didn't go to college. You know, I mean, that's the problem for a lot of people. And that's why like, uh, uh, people like require job requirements, like for teachers right now, they're so hard to get a teacher. They're starting to go, okay, well, you don't really need a degree. We're just going to put you in there as long as you're, you know, got your wits about you and stay out of trouble. (laughs) Keep your head down. Yes. It's a different, but it's, uh, I think it's cool because if you didn't, if you're a person that didn't want to be like, in school all day till you're 18, you can yep. speed things up and learn a lot and also be outside. Yeah. It's the whole battle of like working in an office place or working from home. Everybody learns a different way. Everybody excels a different way. Yeah. Everybody wants different things. Everybody can be happy doing different things. We don't need everybody to be the same. Uh, uniqueness is what makes, you know, things awesome. I feel, uh, let it go. <laughs> Embrace but be concerned at the same time, you know, technology is fast. Things are quick, you know, but I don't know, man, it's pretty hot right now. Yeah. It's, it, we're in, in, and you have the big deal. You, you have people that are trying to protect their investments and their, uh, you know, their huge bank accounts that they've acquired over the years. And they're trying to transition into this crypt to finish out that thought is to, uh, to cryptocurrency is a challenge in blockchain is a challenge to everything that's not because it has not been hacked yet uh, to any knowledge. Uh, uh, the way it blocks things. The only thing that's the problem is now is how is it going to connect properly and securely and stay locked in? And that technology, there's com- there's a few companies out there, man, that are kind of doing some really cool things under the, once this thing becomes reality and, and, and I don't think cryptocurrency is going to survive in its current state. I think it's going to be in some other form. But uh, as soon as Apple and iPads came out with games with little apps and little things that you could buy and keep yeah. and stuff, these these little NFTs and these wallets and these collectibles are going to be turned, and they already have, are turned into uh, uh, mortgage contracts that are binding through uh, without having like the the court system involved through like a legal binding contracts yeah. that are digital and it's like a, a it has to happen. You know what I mean? Uh, those things are happening, and, and as that develops and grows. Uh, it's before you know it. I think it's going to be our kids or uh, generation is they're going to be growing up downloading apps that are in that next level of, of internet, and we're going to be sitting there going, "In my day, <laughs> you know what I mean? Cokes were ten cents," and I just think that's what it is, man. Yeah. And it's the, the rich are battling the the, the new want to be rich. Want to be rich? I got a bunch of eighty year old, eighty nine year old people, you know, trying to hold on to power right now. You got a bunch of young people going, "Let us be in charge." You know, yeah, yeah. spicy. Take a break. Sounds great.
see those people get handled for blocking the highway? The highway? No. Oh, you didn't see that? Wait, oh, I uh, did see that. Yeah, that I was serious that. That stuff. Was, the cop like it's ran a, it all this over. United him. States Highway. Get your oh. asses on the ground now! All they try. Just, they try pulling that crap over in like in England somewhere, and like the cops like, "Oh, we'll write you a ticket." Uh, here we're like, "This is America." Yeah, they busted <laughs> through it with the truck. You saw that? Yeah, it's like hauling butt. Yeah, doing yeah. donuts, come back through it. And as soon as that one woman gave him any flack, he had his gun drawn. Told him, "All oh, y'all get down on the ground. <laughs> you trying to kill somebody? Look at the line." Yeah, they were pissed. And we are back from break. Uh, we're going to keep this pretty sweet, short, because we have been uh, going for a while, I guess. And I yeah. did not realize. We're going to get into the mud, right? Let's do it. Burning Man. Yeah. Burning Man. Gee, what's going on with Burning Man? What happened? Well, all I've seen was the people trying to block the road and they got handled. And uh, then I've been seeing the thumbnails of the, the mud bogging, people getting stuck. Yeah, it's man. been having to stay over an extra day in the mud. Been watching that, Brent? Yeah, I saw a video with, uh, I think it was like Chris Rock or somebody riding in the back of some guy's truck. Like, Isn't that cool? Trying yeah, to get out. Thumbing, thumbing his way home, man. Get me out of here. <laughs> yeah. One person did pass away. Yeah, oh, really? that's not good. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know any of the details. Just saw part of the news. But uh, it was like, a, a, first you had people protesting. And uh, some of the people that were waiting in line, like, came out and started trying to remove this trailer thing. And then there's this big Samoan looking, you know, like, dude, just Polynesian big old guy. And he was like, hell no, you ain't messing with my trailer. Like, we, we were keeping this trailer in the middle <laughs> of the road. And it was like this battle for a while. And it was just going. There's women, men, like people are arguing, almost fist fighting, and couple a couple punches thrown. Big line of cars going way back. Miles. It's hot. Way Miles. hot. Miles. And it was just for burn. It was that's the road in the Burning Man. Yeah. And well, uh road. And then <laughs> one all road. of a sudden all these uh, you know, whatever, you know, cops of some kind show up and instead of just like stopping getting out and moving it, they just start ramming, running it over with the cars. <laughs> It was like, oh shit! It was like interesting. It was like I've never seen. I didn't realize that was all that related. Yeah, that's crazy. And that happened. And then what happens is all of a sudden, like some some rain, some big heavy rainstorms were planned coming through. And if you're in the middle of a desert in a rainstorm, uh, uh, that equals mud in didn't a lot it, of cases. Didn't it used to be a, a lake? It's a dried up lake bed. Lake, lake I think bed. so. Yeah. Yep. Probably like a bowl. Yeah. Right? Just ready for it. So when you're in trailers, there, there are all these builds that, you know, it has the makings of a Woodstocky kind of vibe to where it's like, wow. you know, it's all just stilts and, you know, so, metal and wood. And Well, in the desert, it's like something like what? Less than an inch of rain a year is what qualifies a desert. So yep. dry lake bed water is just going to suck all that up like so quickly. Big time. And, and it, but and it was just mud. So people were like. You know, stuck in there. You know, people still had a great time. They said overall, but there were some hectic t- things. A lot of there's a lot of famous people at these places. Yeah, and Chris Rock. That was funny, man. Watching that, that was hilarious. And he had like, like for Chris Rock. That's kind of what makes Burning Man what it is. You know, like when 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 we look at Burning Man, like I know it's more commercialized. It's kind of like your Coachella thing right now, and 
you know, you get uh, any of your festivals like Woodstock at one point was cool. You know, every uh, festival at some point starts off cool and then turns into not being cool, I guess. Mullet fest. Just yeah, kidding. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, uh, people love the ideas of festivals and doing these big things. Um, but, but people like him could have took in a helicopter if they wanted to, right? I mean, I'm sure. But I mean, but, but they want I, they want the experience, you know, but like he gets to be an old man saying, yeah, I went to Burning Man with this rain thing and I had to thumb it up with some dude that thank God he bought a truck and could get out and it had a whole bunch of people in the back of his truck and he was just driving and smiling. There's nothing wrong with him. He's physically okay. There's nobody's hurt. It's he, an experience then. He was asking know? for a beer. Yeah. Like look at somebody like that goes hiking and, or goes freaking uh, mountain climbing and hiding up in a, in a, a tent. <laughs> Yeah, for multiple days suffering, you know, it's just, it's, it's the experience. Have you seen those? Those you can rent like a hotel on the side of a mountain. And it's a tent that they've like just literally nailed to the side. I couldn't. You climb up. It's, it it takes like four or five hours to climb up, and you get in this tent, and there's just a a, a bucket with some like garbage uh, bags. Yeah. Wow. I never thought that they'd rent have that as a setup to be like an Airbnb style. They have thing. like Sherpa, like uh, yeah. staff that like bring you like food and everything. Snickers. Wow. Yeah. I mean, it, in essence, as long as you had internet and you're just laying up there and you're like in your in, you up in the air and you're uh, in your hammock. It's yeah. Like cool. you're like in a one person tent hanging off the side of a cliff. So like, as long as you got some Wi-Fi, <laughs> some, uh, some 5G. I had a minute where I was doing the, the tent in a tree where you'd zip it up and the skeets couldn't get you. Uh, over on the property? Yes, anywhere. Like, uh, dude, that'd be, that'd be intense. It's pretty cool. Man. That'd be cool. Except if a bear I, found you was pissed. Too much of a thrill for me. Like, uh, do you ever tent camp or anything? Yeah. Well, we, we would go out to the islands in the river. Yeah. And we brought tents, but we so never, we never right? used them. We just passed out in the sand wherever we woke wherever up we with sea all over. the bites all over you, the no seams. <laughs> You'd have to, right? You wake like, up, you're like, why am I cold? And you realize like you're in the surf and it's yeah. just <laughs> lapping up against you. <laughs> they got no, low tide and high tide were that bad. <laughs> Give me another beer. Get a spider bite on spider Island. Oh man. Oh, I've never stayed on any of the islands. I never did that. I heard people doing it though. You're yeah, one of it was them. it was a good time, and we never. One time I went. Remember, like we didn't have a powerboat. Mm-hmm. So we had my buddy's canoe. We got off work at Publix. We had like it was like twenty pallets. We stacked them in this two person canoe, put all our gear in there. And we're like, all right, let's paddle out to the island. It's good, like you know, half mile paddle. Yeah, there's no room for us in there. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> so oh, we, we just grab on the back and just. Dog, like doggy kick the whole way out there. I mean, you can almost walk and there's one, some parts that you can just walk right out to it. Right. Like without. Well, that's what we did coming back. We had yeah. all the girls like hopped in and we're like, all right, we'll paddle you back. We were just walking next to it. Maybe like chest deep. Yeah. Maybe yeah. shuffle your feet. Oh, I stepped on a stingray yeah. the other day. Okay. Right through Ooh. the bottom of the foot. Ouch. That was the worst pain I've ever felt in my life. Yeah, it's bad. I've that's been bad. so fortunate. Oh, oh man! No, I've hit him many times with my foot, you know. But the shuffle, yeah, very important. I, I didn't realize that at the time. It's so important, man. I was probably still hungover. I too. seen a lady got one recently. I don't know how. I think it was in Tampa. She got one in her middle of her back, and it was hanging off her back when they pull her out of the water, and oh then they had to snip the tail. Gosh! And, uh, how do you get stung up in the back? 
those they're quick man you, you ever been hit by a catfish i won't touch one because i'm too scared i kicked a bunch of little catfish on at my friend once and they had the the barb on their hooks mm-hmm. and he got one stuck in the middle of his back it was hanging off of him but yeah it's hooky <laughs> like, uh, i got a treble hook stuck in my knee as a kid Ooh. Ooh. i was fishing with a spoon for a gar, for a gar. <laughs> oh my god and i put it right on his nose and he, he took it and i went to set it oh yeah he spit it out flying out of the water about 15 feet right into my knee yep. oh dang and it was a pretty rusty hook so me and my mom spent the night at the emergency room they, they getting that cut it. out oh man i would stiff the- it out and get my tetanus and all that fun stuff i just went to that one movie with chevy chase with the fishing thing great what is it great outdoors is that uh, the one? was that the dan Aykroyd and um this one where he's trying to write and his wife wrote this squirrel story anyways you yeah. got a trouble hook in your knee <laughs> oh man <sighs> just the thought of like man or the like one whole hook through your nose or through your thumb or <sighs> like i fished a lot in my years like we fish all the time and i've had hooks hit me but never through or nothing too gnarly after that time i was like all right all i did was just cut the barb off and pulled it out yeah like that's all you can do. Well, I'm like, I could have done that at home. So next time I'm doing it at home. Man. Like, yeah, it'll save me a couple hundred dollars of bringing you up here. And it's not a bad, I mean, gosh, you almost want to have some glasses on if you're like a new person fishing with trouble. Yes. Yeah. Like a kid. No doubt. Something. I always fear when you're fishing with people, especially on a boat and you're doing that big cast and it just happens to hit your ear, the hook, or, or catch hand a car or behind you a know, something, yeah. you know? Yeah, any of that stuff. Ooh, they're going at it now. <laughs> What'd you do, Silas? Silas leveled it up, man. You got him going. Are they all fighting for that uh, that bear? I didn't know he was sitting back there. Butters is like a super protecting stuffed animal right now. <laughs> he was protecting that ball earlier for me. Oh, man, guys. I think we should call it a night. Okay. That was cool. Yeah, it was uh, a good time. I, Brent, thanks for coming, man. Thanks for having me. It was yeah, awesome. We couldn't Epic. have had a, a cool uh, scientific conversation with, with Colleen, I don't think, the whole time. Yeah, I don't feel like we were very scientific. No, but we really weren't. We pontificated hard, we though, did. didn't we? had a good time. Yeah. Tell her we miss her very much. Yeah, she's uh, flying out uh, tonight oh, or right. Friday morning going to open, Jersey. That's right. They're going. She's going to opening uh, opening night giant game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wh- who are they playing? Cowboys. Cowboys. That's right. So she told me to tell Travis to suck it. <laughs> <laughs> she wants her five dollars. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, Mark, tuck your damn shirt in. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> your jersey. I heard about yeah. that. <laughs> T, thanks, man. Uh, you, bet. you bet. Thanks for coming today. Yeah, man. Um, we'll be talking more for this sure. Weekend. We got some uh, food for stuff to to vibe about. Uh, Brent, man, you're welcome anytime, man. Seriously, I'll take you up in that. So any anytime, even if it's not recording, come yeah. over and hang, man. You're I gotta more get, I gotta get out of the house man. more often. I know you do, so you know you're more than welcome anytime. Appreciate that. Even if it's for, uh, even if you got to bring kids, we're going to go do a golf cart ride. If you got to get out of the house, no matter what, man, you know, you got to have to bring go. some barbecue over. Oh man. You got to have some of his queso dip. Oh yeah. I want some queso and his brisket and everything. It's. Oh hell yeah. Buddy. Yeah. All right. We'll see All what happens to that. All right, guys. 175 is in the bag. Good stuff. All right. All right. Later. Peace. So you cook, huh? Daisies in a tube top, screaming from the top of her lungs. This all ends tonight. Daddy's on the floor.
just killer. Oh, dude, that was awesome.